Hi there, James McCulloch here with another edition of Inspired to Lead, where we catch up and have conversations with leaders and influencers that we meet in our journey at Inspire Group around the world. And this week, an interesting one, because Faz, one of our great associate coaches, facilitators, advisors uh, here in Kuala Lumpur, has a pretty interesting story to tell. A story that actually comes from the heart, uh, and I'll let uh, Faz take up the story, but I hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed having that conversation. So this week we have a really interesting person to have a conversation with, Faz, one of our great associates at Inspire Group Asia, but with a huge background in leadership and learning and consulting and helping people uh, and getting to meet all sorts of leaders at various stages of, of their journey, uh, wherever they might be. So Faz, thank you. And we're here at our Inspire Group Asia office. We're taking a bit of a breath. Uh, you've got your hot water and I've got my coffee. We're taking a rare moment to sit down and just relax and reflect. So that's, uh, that's to be appreciated. Um, I wanted to start just by asking you about your amazing journey so far. I mean, okay, you spent many, many years at AirAsia. You've been working, consulting, working with all sorts of different people. Just tell me a little bit about that journey so far and what you do now. Um, James, I'd say I'm a reluctant leader. Mm-hmm. If there is such a label mm-hmm. or there's such a category, I'd say I'm a reluctant leader because uh, when I got started in my work many years ago, I never wanted to be a, a leader of any team. I was just happy to work in the background. But then as time goes by, one realizes that one has to step up and step in. And uh, becoming a team leader also means that there is a big wall that I need to overcome or climb over. And that wall that I realized is actually caring. So being a leader for me was a huge lesson in learning to care. And uh, over the years, I have explored multiple facets of caring. Caring for the work, which is definite. Caring for the project, caring for the results, caring for the people, and caring for myself, which is strangely enough, one of the hardest lessons to learn. And as a leader, so far, from uh, team leader, to project leader, to department head, to a regional head that covers uh, responsibilities more than one country across the group, that's the big thing that I learned, how to be that leader, how to be that leader. And, and, and the lesson so far, and I'm still learning that now, is, is from the examples that I give, examples of my own behavior, how I am being a leader is how people will see me behave, how people will feel when they interact with me. And uh, big lessons from all the leaders that I have been reporting to as well. Mm. So roughly that's about it. You're quite right in that in the leadership is actually just a, a way of being. It's a feeling and a, and, a, and a kind of feeling that you kind of inject into other people as well. And, and I want to come back to, to caring for yourself because I think that's something that we're all wrestling with uh, as leaders in, in our lives as well. But thinking about, I mean, you do an amazing breadth of things, not just for us at Inspire Group Asia, but you know, here in Malaysia all, all, and all over. You know, what's, what's the biggest challenge that you're facing at the moment? Finding <laughs> wisdom in emotion. 
currently I'm also working on a transportation based project in, uh, in an up and coming um, development down south of Peninsula Malaysia and uh, everything is fast-tracked like never before um, and there's always that opportunity or that chance to lose your temper with things with others and with yourself and of course there's that enemy fatigue and lack of stamina things that make make me think I'm too old for this dude <laughs> so then uh, that's when I realized it's about continuously finding that point where okay breathe in breathe out step back this is the part where what am I feeling now what am I doing now what's happening it's connecting that thinking and feeling with actions because if I cannot find wisdom in whatever I'm feeling at the moment that additional dimension to my decisions will be gone and, and in order to maintain that uh, good decisions that I want to always make, I need to be sure that I have the thinking dimension and the feeling dimension. <laughs> and it's hard, right? Yeah. It's hard work. And I mean, I wanted to ask you about mental health yeah. and well-being. You've written about it, and anyone yeah. that doesn't follow you on LinkedIn, I highly recommend that they do, because you post some fantastic stuff with some great yeah. thoughts and heartfelt things as well. Yeah. We're all constantly connected. We're working harder than ever. And when we have that passion, as, as we do to, for learning and, and leadership in life, I think it's hard to switch that off as well mm. and, and to balance that. How do you try and find some balance in your life? Well, before I get to the how, I think I have a small story on, <laughs> on why this is important to me personally. I went on a vacation when I turned 30. I gave myself a 30th birthday present. So I decided, I had some money, so I decided I'm going to go to the place that the first name I see as I open, uh, as I turn the pages of the newspaper that I was reading. And I saw Sydney, Australia. So there I was in Sydney, Australia, staying in a hostel. And I spent two weeks there and I loved it so much, I extended it to another week. I, you can say that I probably found myself there. It was through normal things really, just doing stuff by yourself. I went to the park, I read, a, I read books, I went on my own picnics, I wrote in multiple copies of journals. But then when I came home, I could not sleep. I was so unhappy because now that I have found myself, the fuzz that I like, I could probably love, but now I have to come back to the fuzz that other people know that I don't really want to become anymore. So bottom line, I had to go through therapy for three years. Not many, not many people know, know this. I had to go through counseling for three years. So when you say mental health, it's, it's so real to me. So now as we juggle everything that we juggle, I, I notice having a daily digital detox helps me. So 10 p.m., that's it. I handphones on silent, laptop, bye-bye, good night, see you tomorrow. <laughs> and even if it's a highly urgent, highly important, I say, guys, we've got to find another way to get around this. Yeah. Uh, especially in fast-moving projects, right? Otherwise, we, I can't rest because I'll be thinking about how am I going to tackle this? So switch off and I warn all my high high energy team members 
Okay, yeah. 10 p.m. Bye bye. Talk to you tomorrow. Because I noticed even if I okay, I just send this email out. What 11 p.m. 2 a.m. 3 a.m. What is my real intention here? Just to show off, is it? So it's about going back to what kind of a leader am I being? I'm sending an email at 11 p.m. I'm just gonna worry some people into thinking: Should I respond? Should I reply to that? So for me, 10 p.m. And, and maybe it could be 9 p.m. It well. can yeah. be <laughs> because of that um, high energy, high multiple deadline project that I'm working yeah. uh, on right now. Mm. I I look at that two hour window, eight yeah. to ten. And look, you, you, you're quite right in that if we don't do this for ourselves, no one else will. Exactly. Uh, and, and I love that that concept of, of finding the things that you like. You know, and we're all constantly working on that as well. Now, if you think about, and we talk about this a lot, you know, we talk about this concept of uh, we're at work for about ten thousand days, which is a uplifting or depressing concept, whichever way you look at it. Um, roughly, I'm putting you on the spot here. What sort of number are you on? Ten thousand days, two hundred and fifty-three working days, roughly in a year, yeah. mm. which brings us to about thirty-eight to forty years of working. On some days, I feel like I'm on day one, and on some days, I feel like I'm on day ten thousand. And uh, I even drew a diagram: zero days, five thousand days, ten thousand days. And there are days when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm done. I'm done. Goodbye. I'm done. And there are days where, whoo, this is like day one. So I can only say, on different days, on different days. Yeah. And and if you could. Look back if you could wind the clock back this afternoon to day one. Mm. You know, is this is what what do you wish you'd known back that, then? That that fax machines will no longer be used in the future. <laughs> As an intern, that was the first task I learned. <laughs> um, but what I would uh, lesson on day one that I would pay more attention to is the benefit of having a a network. Of having, having allies. Of 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 really learning to genuinely care. Because in the beginning, for many years, I did not explore that space at all. So I did not create any networks. I did not create any friends from work. I was friendly, but I did not create many friends because I realized after many years. Reflection, coaching, mentoring—I realized that there was that there had always been a barrier. Now the younger fathers would feel angry if this was pointed out to her. Older fathers realizes that they're right; that barrier was up for reasons I'm not sure now. So yeah, that I would I would go back if I could. I would pay more attention to that to be more authentic as a person, not just authentic. Consultant, authentic team leader, authentic first. So, Faz, one of the things we talk about, and you know this because you, you do some great work on our programs, is the importance of conversation mm-hmm. as a leader. If you think all a leader has to do is direct and inspire, they do that through conversation. And sure. for some reason, as a leader, we're sort of conditioned to think that conversations should be hard. But why? I'm not quite sure about that. So we'll have a little bit of a game now, and、um, I have in front of me a set of inspiring to lead conversation cards. You're very familiar with these. 
Uh, if you want to go onto our website, you can download this and play this for yourselves at home as well. So I want to ask you, Faz, to pick three cards at random from this pile in front of me. Okay. And one more. Fantastic. Now, all of these conversation cards pose different questions with no preparation at all. So this is how it is as a leader. We don't get to rehearse this stuff very often. So from the top, I'd love you to read out your first question and give me your very brief answer. When you receive feedback from people, what is your initial reaction? Before I get into the response space, my reaction is, watch the face, watch the face, watch the face. My face, I mean. Because physiology doesn't lie. So my first reaction is always, be open, be open, be open. Just listen first. Before even planning any replies, response, that's the first thing that I tell myself. Because I have a very loud face. Loud. You won't hear me speak, but you see my face, you will hear the face. So I, I tell myself, watch the face, watch the face, watch the face. Be open, be open, be open. Repetition helps. That's card number one. Second card, <clears throat> excuse me. If you could step out of your current role to lead in a different capacity, what would it be and why? What capacity is it? What capacity, I don't know. What capacity would it be? My seven years in, uh, before my seven years in AirAsia, I was leading a business transformation division in a, in a consulting firm. It's a little consulting firm where you do everything. And uh, that, was, that could answer this question really well. One moment I'm leading a project on content development. One moment I'm leading a project on uh, branding. Uh, employee branding, employer branding. One one moment I'm leading a project on uh, marketing campaigns. So I have in, in that in that area uh, where I was leading that little lean team, but huge huge amount of extended resources and and affiliates. I was in different capacities all the time. So if I say if I could step out, and why would I step out? Huh? Gotta keep the brain sharp, yo. I mean, seriously. Um, uh, in my HR role, I would uh, I would move from one role to another, one project to another, and it, my my response has always been, "Hey, fast, can you take care of this?" Yeah, all right. That has always been my response. Yeah, all right. I'll figure out that how later. I'll ask for help, but then yeah, all right. Very rarely I say no. So it would be because to keep the noodle sharp. Last card. What would happen if you challenged the status quo by trying something new or different in the way you lead? Um, has happened. I lost my job because of this once. Um, but then I think it's not because of the challenge. It's because of how I challenged it. I, I would, because I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of this now in one of my projects. So there, there is a status quo of, this is how we've been doing this all this while. Not only that, this is how this, this similar project has been run even before, 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 before. 
from my grandfather's grandfather's time. So it, uh, now, of course, it still phases me, annoys the heck out of me. But then it goes back to my how. How am I going to, you know, at the risk of sounding corny, how is that river going to flow? Oh, there's a boulder there. Okay. <laughs> so so uh, move around, move around it, climb over it, form a waterfall. So it's, uh, it, if, if I go look at this question again, I have challenged the status quo by trying something new or different in the way I led. I get, in reflection, I got good results or good feeling or good responses when I really paid attention to how I approach this. Um, help people to understand, help people to see my intention because most of the time when I forget to do that, then the intention is wrong. I, I, I will be straightforward about that. My intentions were wrong. They were to show off. They were to demonstrate that I'm good enough or I'm better than you. Unspoken intentions, but still intentions felt. So um, this is a great question because always a good reminder for me to look at my approach and my intention. Thank you so much. Now, there's so much gold and, and insights and, and lovely nuggets within what you've been describing right throughout this conversation. But just to conclude, if there was one bit of life advice that you've been given or you'd love to share that's guided you in that journey, and we've talked about all sorts of different areas, mental health and leadership and finding the happy fans and maintaining that, you know, what's, what's one thing that guides you? Reaching for your journal. <laughs> reaching, <laughs> reaching for my journal, folks. <laughs> Carry my journal everywhere. Sorry, all you digital diehards out there, I still carry pen and paper stuff. <laughs> I also use Trello, an app on my phone to capture everything. Okay, before I get brickbats from digital diehards. Right. So, um, I always carry. Wow. I always carry a diagram that uh, that that have all these intersecting circles. I'm a Venn diagram fan, by mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. My middle name that my father didn't give me was Venn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a journey, it's a continuous journey to find my ikigai. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's that a reason for being. Yeah. So it may be a tough question to answer, but my, my guiding, if I could even give any advice, it would be find that. Find it. Find that reason for being, for being here, for being you, for being present, just find it. It's worthwhile. That's what a lovely way to end. Thank you for such wonderful sharing. It's always lovely to catch up and uh, just lovely insights. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Thank you for having me, Jay. You're so welcome. Thank you. Well, that was a real treat, actually, because some quite unexpected answers to those questions and I think uh, a few reflections that Faz has had on her past and her journey so far. Thank you Faz for being so open, for so being so warm and generous uh, in your answers and in your sharing. It means a huge amount to us 
uh, and to all the leaders listening on their journey as well. Well, another one along very soon. But in the meantime, don't miss a thing. Subscribe on all the usual channels, but also follow Inspire Group and Inspire Group Asia on all the usual social media channels as well. Uh, you'll be glad that you did. And we'll be along again very soon. Until then, keep it inspired.